So why Web3 is wealthy are donating crypto instead of cash. So the recent success of crypto native fundraising is reflective of a broader trend that's kind of increased rather dramatically this year. And it's crypto holders giving away their coins to support charitable causes. Supporting Ukraine since just late February. And the giving block has taken in a million and a half and recently announced a campaign to raise 20 million for the Ukraine Emergency Response Fund. Um, endowment helps facilitate crypto donations to any US based 501c3 nonprofit. They saw donation volume on this platform increase 100 times last year from roughly you know, 250,000 to 28 million. And the giving block saw donations surge to over 69 million in 2021, which is nearly a 1,500 percent increase year over year. Um, this presents us kind of with a simple question. Why are people choosing to donate crypto over traditional cash? And the short answer or the easy answer, I guess, is the tax impl tax implications. And it's two pronged. So it can be a way to avoid capital gains tax on a crypto that is appreciated in value. You know, if you've held it for if you bought Ethereum at $200 and you sold it at 4K, that's a heck of a lot of gains that you know, you could be charged up to 37% just on that capital gains. But another reason is if you itemize your taxes and you've held your appreciated crypto for more than a year, you can generally deduct the fair market value of the donation at the time of the donation. So that kind of helps along with the avoiding capital gains tax. But I don't know, Dylan, what are, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, so I love this article because I've actually talked to the Giving Block. I'm working with a charity uh, food bank to try to um, get them more interested in, in using a platform like this. And so what I what I learned in my conversations with them is this tax incentive, because like you mentioned, if you have a coin that goes from $100 to $200, well, the net capital gain there is $100. And so if you wanted to donate that to a charity, you would normally have to sell that for USD. And then you'd have that $100 of cap gains. 37% of that is $37. You can scale that up to whatever cost basis you, you would can imagine. And instead of having to owe that tax bill, you can donate the asset to a charity and get a full $200 deduction instead of 200 minus the tax that you pay. And, you know, so you get to keep more of your money, more of the money gets to go to the charity and you, you get a bigger deduction on your taxes. So it's a little bit like you have an opportunity, you have an incentive to give even more if you've made even more off of crypto, which a lot of people have as, we all know that the markets over the past couple of years have been really good to people. So this is a really compelling way to, to help the world and kind of runs counter to the narrative that uh, crypto is a scam. It's all bad. And I feel like this is a great way for savvy nonprofits to leverage this, this cultural phenomenon and make, I mean, take advantage of, of these, these markets in a way that's very risk averse. So the giving block, their platform, you only have to pay, you pay a couple thousand dollars to be listed on their site. 
and they handle everything for you. So you can donate as a user. I could go on there and donate a handful of tokens to a charity of choice, and then they get the fiat. So giving block handles all of the in-between steps. The charity has to pay a fee, like a total fee for the year of, I thought it was like $2,500 or three grand or something like that. So I feel like that gets recovered pretty quickly if you you're listed on this website, because then if you're the charity, you actually get placed in like a pool of other charities. And so if, if I go on there, I can pick, okay, I want to, I want to give a thousand dollars to a bunch of charities that are just supporting like the cause of hunger or the cause of poverty. Like there's buckets that I could just donate to, and then it gets split up with all of the constituents in that bucket. So it's a really cool platform. And I really love this article. So I really yeah. was appreciative to, to read through this. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, it was awesome. And kind of to your point earlier where, you know, crypto people are more not giving, but they have more to give because they've realized more gains over the last couple of years. And it's literally said in the article, crypto donors overall are more likely to donate larger sums than donors who give stock or cash. But, you know, with that being said, crypto donations still make up a tiny fraction of charitable donations overall because U.S. charities alone received to the tune of $470 billion from donors in 2020. So, I mean, that's a, that's a heck of a lot of money. But the thing is, is if you can add more to it and make it easier and more, you know, a little bit tech savvy, you know, why not? It's not going to hurt. Yeah. And I think the people, the people who have been extremely successful, the, the Vitalik Buterans of the world and, and the like, I mean, those, those individuals who really, really made it to the point where money is not really something that they worry about anymore they're motivated by being plugged into the cutting edge and being part of something that will change the world. So I feel like this just really fits now. Obviously not everybody that's doing crypto stuff is that uh, generous, but I think for the most part, a lot of people in this space think about money differently than the old guard. So I'm really optimistic. I'm a big fan of the giving block and any, anytime I can vocally support them, I'm happy to do that. Definitely. Can I agree more? Yeah. And then um, the other article real quick, I just wanted to highlight this. I don't have a lot of commentary to add, but the handshake protocol had their yearly conference last week. And so there were several days of updates I haven't had the chance to watch any of it yet, but they'll be sharing the video soon. And so it's called HandyCon. And uh, this this link, it's the substack of the of a handshake group. They posted 10 bullet points from that event. And I think the main the main bullet point I want to share and highlight is number nine. It made history. Essentially it was a Domain, one of the handshake domains, sold for a record 4.7 million handshake tokens, which in dollars was worth $750,000 worth for a handshake domain. Literally, the domain <laughs> .s. So you could think of it like anybody who, if you wanted a domain to say like apple.s, like if you want it to be like apples, or if your, if your startup name was like, 
light bulbs. Like you would, you could do now light bulb dot S and like kind of cool. I mean, it, it, it's kind of interesting, but kind of, kind of funny. And it looks like the winner of that auction was actually Namecheap. Possibly it's rumored to be Namecheap CEO, uh, Richard Kirkendall, but a guy who's got the capital obviously to play around. But did you have any, any immediate reactions to this when you saw it? I mean, it's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of money, but kind of like me and you were talking about when we were spinning back and forth last night, like we, we need to start kind of getting into the HNS domain game. Cause I mean, the way that everything's going. And I mean, we talked about it in Mumber too, when we were kind of comparing ENS to HNS, but the applications and just the control that you have over your domain with HNS is just beautiful. You know what I mean? Like there's so much more. And I think it's like the point that got me was the number three where they were talking about the yes. XN HNS, which is HIP5 compliant tool to manage all DNS records. So basically it says coming soon as a UI to easily deploy your own SLD registrars, which like if you look at the graphic, a traditional DNS has nation states and ICANN, and then there's the root zone, and then there's registries, registrars, and certificate authorities. With the Web3 DNS, it starts with Handshake and goes straight down to the Dane and misses all of those ICANN, root zone, everything. So, I mean, it, it's it's exciting stuff. I see there's a lot people trying to kind of cash in on this domain name layer of all of the popular protocols. I think it's it makes sense for a lot of them because you can have like an address to your wallet with a really simple to type name. But Handshake is more than just a name for your wallet because of the way it's trying to integrate to a permissionless, uncensorable internet. And that number three, that bullet point was really interesting because they are talking about bridging domains to the other networks, starting with Polygon, which would be huge. And I think, I mean, there's a lot of love for Handshake in the Cosmos community, but it's not an IBC coin. And so hopefully we see some of this stuff start to get integrated because it's um, it's a hard project to understand and it's not well understood, which means it's still early to your point. I, so, hey, well, hey, I'm, I know that we have <laughs> some more episodes this week. We've, we've already scheduled them so people can add them to their calendars and join us for more Daybreak Crypto later this week. We'll catch you there. Thanks a lot, Dom. See you.